to sign up for our announcements, send a blank email to radio-announce plus subscribe at acblists.org. That's radio-announce plus subscribe at acblists.org. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Thank you, Mike Duke. Welcome, everyone, to a March 5th Visibilities. I was thinking today, today, March 5th, this is one year ago today, I left my office grabbing a few things, thinking, I'll be back in a couple of weeks. This is the beginning of the second year. And I don't know about anyone else, but I know that I've developed some pretty bad habits over this past year that include not doing anywhere near as much exercise as I should, not eating as healthily as I probably should have, although I really am sick of cooking. I don't know about anyone else, but I've uh, just about run out of recipes, I think, at this point. I think I need to listen to Sheila's program or chewing the fat a little more often. Um, so I put together, we've put together this a wonderful round table of a dynamic and energetic group of ACB members and leaders who are very, very much into health and wellness and exercise and just making us all feel better. And I think with the way that these women and gentlemen present, I think we'll all feel better just with a really good sense of humor um, and some, and mentally, I think we'll feel better before this hour is over. And I hope that within the next week and, and those weeks following, um, we'll all start following some of their advice. I'd like to introduce our uh, round table for this evening. And for those of you who don't know me, I'm Terry Pacheco. Now, we have a few T's on this call tonight, to say the least. But the least of the people on the table is the one who isn't a T, and that's Leslie Spoon. Many of you know Leslie from the community calls that she does. I think it's Monday through Friday now. I think it's all five night days a week at 3.30. I started listening to Leslie when she was doing the beginning the armchair yoga. Unfortunately, I fractured a vertebrae in my back and my, do my doctor said, no, you're not doing any more of that until this is better. And again, it's one of my bad habits. I haven't gotten back into it. Um, but I am really trying to convince myself that it's time to get things done. And I hope other people who have uh, managed to have fall into the same bad habits that I have will pick up on it again. And uh, start working a little bit more toward a normal life because it's coming to us soon. We really are, I think, seeing a light at the end of this COVID tunnel. So I wanna welcome Leslie Spoon. And then in addition to Leslie tonight, we have uh, Tyson Ernst, who is also streaming for us tonight. I wanna thank him for doing that. And Tyson is the do I have this right? I think I do. He's the president of Visually Impaired Veterans of America. 
and it does a lot of work with ACB radio and has really become quite a leader in ACB in the last couple of years. Okay, he's our first T. Our next T, many people know as Travelin' Terry. And Terry is a very dynamic woman. She's a real type A person. And she does our out of sight adventures. And she's also doing um, a couple of the other uh, health and wellness programs. And she has a fabulous background in the, whole, in the health field. And she will be joining us as well. We're gonna just call her Traveling Tea. And last but certainly not least, is the director of development for ACB, who has a fabulous new program he's going to be telling us about, and that's Tony Stevens. And I want to welcome all of you to this evening's show. And I think I'm going to start by asking, asking Leslie to tell us a little bit more about yourself and the various programs that you've been running and you, just your general background and experience in yoga and all of the other cardio and everything else that you've been um, bringing to ACB this year. Well, so welcome, you. Leslie. Thank you, Terry, for having me on your show. It's a, it's a real honor. I really appreciate, appreciate you having me along with all the other T's. So I feel like I should change my name. <laughs> uh, so, so yes, um, my, my fitness journey starts many, many moons ago um, when I had low vision and I moved to Orlando after marrying Dan Spoon, the, the love of my life. So my best friend um, in 1997. So I'm taking you back on a little journey. I won't be too long. So, but my journey started in 1997 when I met Dan and married Dan, moved to Orlando. I told Dan that I wanted to be a fitness instructor all my life when I lived in Las Vegas. And I had pretty good low vision and I loved working out. It's always been in my bones, always been, it's, it's what makes me feel good. It, it gets my endorphins going. I just love it. You know, I'm a weirdo. I love to work out. So, um, and I work out every day, so a couple of times a day. And I told Dan, I said, I just would love to be an instructor. What do you think, Dan? Well, Dan being the wonderful um, hero and wonderful best friend that he is to me, he says, Leslie, you should go for it, you know, because he's just a good, good, good coach and a good, you know, inspirational person to me. And he says, just go for it. What's going to be the worst thing that happens to you is you'll fail if you don't try if you don't try you'll never know and then you'll fail and then you won't won't ever know if you've done it and I said but what if I do fail and he says if you fail then you've tried at least you've tried and I said okay I'm gonna do it I'm really gonna do it Dan and so I went here in Oviedo Florida which is kind of a little bit away from me um, I'm more in the central part of Florida and went to a training. It was a four-day training and you learned how to do choreography and you learned how to teach and you learned all this wonderful stuff. And I went, wow, this is awesome. I got the bug. And so then you have to take a test. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I was like, great. <laughs> I thought you just certified and you start teaching. No, I was totally wrong. So <clears throat> I took the test. They gave me extra time. I had a reader. Um, I had a tutor that read me the books because the books 
being in this profession is not very accessible. Um, it might be now because I've been I've been teaching over 25 years. So, um, but I don't know about now. It could be more accessible. But when I did it, it was not accessible. The books were were not accessible. Nothing was online. So I had to get a tutor. They read to me. Dan read to me. I took the test and I was like, "Woohoo! This is great." Now I'm an instructor, right, Terry? So there you go. Now what do you do? <laughs> now what do I do? So I'm like, "Yay! I get to teach a class." No. <laughs> so I taught at many gyms here in Orlando. Probably about ten of them. I won't go into all those, but it was a journey, and I got to teach. No joke. Five minutes out of an hour class. I got to teach one thing like doing a bicep curl. I was like, woohoo, yay. And then because I was visually impaired and low vision. So they're like, well, we don't know about the liability. You know, we're not sure if you can do it. You know, we're going to have you team teach. I'm like, okay, I'm thinking we're going to split the class half and half. Nope, five minutes. I'm like, okay. So I come home. I told Dan, Dan's like, well, how'd it go? I'm said, I got five minutes. I did bicep curls. And he's well, at least you got to do the bicep curls. I said, yeah, okay. So I trained and I taught and I practiced. And after class, my um, boss, which was the instructor, um, which was my mentor at the time, she I didn't feel like she was my mentor, but I do now. Um, she was really a great mentor to me. And I said, yay. And she said, we're gonna, we're gonna work and work and work and work. Finally, I get my own class, but it took a couple of months. And I <laughs> They got my own class and I was like yay so that was really cool to get my own class um but it took a long long time the li liability and everything you know people were worried with my vision what happens if somebody has a heart attack what happens if somebody passes out or has you know sprained ankle what are you going to do so I had to go through all that um I've always been CPR trained um you know which is real interesting when you're visually impaired and you go in to take the CPR and you and then you go into the class at the Red Cross and you say, I'm visually impaired. And they say, are you going to be able to give CPR? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. If I can find the body, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was interesting. And then, um, so, you know, my journey, it just kept going and it was great. I taught at many gyms and my vision was getting worse because um, I have RP, which is retinitis pigmentosa. So I had really good low vision and then it got worse and worse and worse. And I told Dan, I said, I'm not real sure about this teaching anymore. It's getting harder, you know, and I really, really, really love it still. I would love to have my own gym. And he said, let's do it. So I tell you, every step I've taken in my fitness journey, Dan Spoon has been my hero. He really has, you know. He has said, let's do it. Nothing has stopped us. He's just been a rock for me. And I don't think I would have been without him, you know. And I don't say this to butter him up or anything, you know, but has <laughs> helped me in my fitness journey and everything. So I said, do you think we could have our own fitness center? Because it's getting harder. And the gym I ended up at was really, really not a good fit for me. They were really pushing the envelope with me and um, the vision. They were really, really worried about the vision. So, um, and my vision was getting worse and they're like, we're not sure about you teaching the liability and everything. So I said, okay. So then Dan and I opened my own gym, which was only women. And it was called Get Fit, G-I-T-F-I-T. -I -T. So we named it Get Fit. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Dan named it. So, cause we, we would go to lunch or dinner and say, what are we going to name the gym? You know, we did it from scratch, Terry. We had, the building was there, 
it was a tanning salon. So you remember those old days when you had the tanning salons and you went in and got tan, which I don't know. And why everybody you- turned orange. Yes. Yeah. And everybody <laughs> turned orange. So um, <laughs> tanning salon. So I had all these little rooms. So we had to break down the rooms. We had to do the pipes. We had to get the colors. We had to get the equipment. And I said, this is exciting, Dan. And he's like, oh, yes, it's really exciting. <laughs> so we did all that. And we did. <laughs> Let me write out the next trick. Yeah. So we did it for five years and the economy got us. And, I, and he said, you know what? We're going to have to close the gym. I'm like, oh, no. So then the next chapter comes and everybody comes to my house. We move all the equipment to our house and uh, did a lot of training here and all that. And then got really involved in ACB and started teaching at the ACB conventions, um, which I teach yoga lotties. So got involved in yoga, got certified in aqua because I have a community pool. So I do the aqua with my friends that come over. And then Cindy Hollis, my good buddy, when COVID happened, I was like, wow, my friends can't come over. I'm working out. I'm trying to get Dan to work out. We're walking. And um, Cindy Hollis says, why don't, you know, she comes with the community events. I'm like, oh, can I teach one day of yoga? You know, easy chair yoga. And she's like, sure. And I'm like, great. So one day we do easy chair yoga, you know, the end of March. And I said, yay. I said, how about maybe another yoga? She's like, great. And then um, somewhere, somebody on the call said, what did, do you ever do resistance? Do you personal train? And I said, yes. So then we got resistance going. And now we got, after the New Year's, everybody wants to lose weight. And now we have a happy hour cardio class on Fridays. So it's just been a wonderful journey. That's probably more than you wanted to know, Terry, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. it's been a great no, it's great to get to know you better. So, yeah so and i yeah, know it's been great to get to know you better and and let me ask you a question um for beginners what would you recommend the armchair um, yoga or chair yoga, i don't know the yes. first thing about resistance easy chair yoga and resistance it's one-on-one and i in um we do it very easy we've added an extra 15 minutes so we can now do our abdominals so, which everybody wants to do. Um, and that's really cool. Um, but yeah, I'd say for a beginner, easy chair or come to resistance. It's a lot of fun. We just all laugh and joke around. You know, I have met so many new people in the community and it's so great. I mean, I can, I can't wait to see people in person and really get to know them, but it's just been awesome. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's true. I know I thoroughly enjoyed it. I did it in April and May. And then it was in June that I got hurt and, uh, oh. Truthfully, I just haven't gotten back to it, but I, I absolutely. We want you back. We want you back when your back is good. Yeah. It's my back has been my excuse for the last two months. (laughs) I've been using it as an excuse instead of facing the reality that I need to do it. Well, and you know, you don't Um, have to come for the whole hour either. You know, you can, I tell people pop in when you can and pop out, you know, that's the nice thing about zoom, you know, And, and let me. Okay, and I will get back to you with a couple of other sure. questions. Um, let's go on to um, traveling Terry. Well, hello. And, hey there, how are you? I'm great doing to have great, you on but I'm exhausted well. listening to the schedule that I love that Leslie does. But it's great because every day is a different exercise. I've just got to set the alarm for 3.30 as Leslie time. <laughs> That's it. That's it. 3.30 Eastern. 
Monday through Friday. It's she's she just keeps everybody going. I think. Um, why don't you tell? Can you tell us a little bit about? I'm kind of thinking that you can focus a little bit more on kind of on health um, and wellness. Uh, yeah, I'll I be an honor, been, Terry. You've also think beyond beyond out of sight out of sight adventures, which is pretty energetic at times. Some of the uh, places that you've gone and the walks and the boat trips and everything else, but uh, just in general, you're also involved with one of the other programs too, I believe, aren't you? Uh, yes, ma'am. I am uh, the one who helped create Health Checkup, where health stands for home, emergency, <coughs> attitude, lifestyle, trauma, and hot topics. And I have um, since, I think we started in October, October and end of October of last year, I reached out to Cindy and she's like, yeah, can you help us out? And I said, sure. And uh, along the way, I have met Darrow, who is part of ACB radio, but he was a 911 dispatcher for 15 years. So he brings that to the team. And then we have Jay Rasmussen, who is our paramedic, firefighter, and scuba dive rescuer for 19 years. So all of us bring all three aspects of the chain of survival. So a little bit about my history is I'm not sure if I came from the left or right ovary of my mom. Oh, I'm just joking. We're not going to go that far. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Is uh, I I'm still a licensed critical care respiratory therapist. And now thanks to coronavirus, everybody knows what a respiratory therapist does. And my mom says that's why I was saved when I lost my vision just three years ago is because I was the one that was always on the edge of research and always running out to, she's like, you would have been on the first plane to New York to help figure out what's going on with the lungs, because I was always the one raising my hand. Oh, I'll volunteer. I'll volunteer. But the reason why getting up and moving campaign is so exciting for me is, is we need to talk about our health and our health is mind, body and spirit. And the one thing that Leslie touched about is how she gets energized from the endorphins being released when you're exercising. We know that stress in itself releases horrible hormones and a way to deal with stress is through exercise. Um, As a critical care respiratory therapist, besides delivering babies and um, helping people breathe better and um, doing all these other things that I have done over my 30 years as a critical care respiratory therapist, my focus, I have a baccalaureate in is heart and lungs the cardiopulmonary. Um, If your heart stops, it's not a memorable event because literally when your heart stops is when you're dead. And it's so important to understand and appreciate as we just finished heart month on health checkup that it's a big muscle and it needs oxygen. And when we're exercising and we're taking those deep breaths and just like we just had a call with Jesse on um, Brian Smith's call about um, his secret and doing food and nutrition. And, you know, one of the biggest nutritional things we can do for our body is taking a deep breath and getting oxygen to nourish our bodies. So I am super excited to be in part of this round table. 
Um, the health checkup call is on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. And we are so blessed to be one of the calls that are streamed on ACB radio. So super excited and you can reach out to us. And we've had the honor of actually having Leslie on one of our calls. Leslie came on and, and helped us with, um, what, which call were you apart, Leslie? Balance. Balance, yes, Balance. yeah. Great. Yeah, because it's so important, everything that Leslie um, teaches us and helps us strengthen the muscles in our core to help us gain a better balance and be able to get up and move in our world. So I'm super excited um, to be a part of this roundtable and be able to hear Tony talk about get up and move campaign. But I have a feeling it's not just going to be about our physical and mental, I think it's also going to be a spiritual and it's going to be a great journey that we're all going to be together and all these great resources pulling together to get our community strong and healthy. Well, yeah, it's a great introduction to Mr. Tony. Hello, Terry. I think your last name went away from me totally. Which is <laughs> fine. People usually think it's my first name, Stevens. <laughs> I get called Steve I more than Tony sometimes. I could think of every every Tony I know, and it wasn't coming up with Stephen. <laughs> you can call me Tony Danza if you'd like. I'll take that. Or, uh... <laughs> oh, no. oh I'm, I, I'm sorry. Still, I'm still trying to figure out why there's a tanning salon in Orlando, Florida, of all places. I mean, I can understand <laughs> New York or Boston. Oh goodness. I'm still right here in Maryland, and we've got all kinds of people down in the, down in the Orlando area. They really are very busy. Um, yeah. But Tony, you're exactly the mm -hmm. person um, that I would really love to hear more about this program and what kind of plans you have for it. So, and thanks so much, Terry, for inviting and excited to be able to share uh, you know, what we're in the process of really, it's it's still in the planning stages in a sense that we're, we're looking to do a more public launch, but since this is family and, uh, and it's all in the sense of uh, something that we're, we're very fortunate to have people be working with us to help strategize and, and get the campaign as strong as it can be. Because there's, there's a few elements like Terry was talking about in terms of, you know, spiritual, physical, mental, psychological, there's a lot of other outside factors that play in as well for our ability to get up and get moving. So in the get up and get moving is kind of the moniker of the campaign uh, that, that we are working on. It's a significant health and wellness campaign. And we'll, we'll be looking at about, you know, probably it is going to stretch over the course of three years because it has a large focus on sort of two factors. One is getting people literally up and moving in our community, right? I mean, I think the pandemic has shown the world, but particularly for people to try to sustain yourself. So you don't have, you know, in college, they always call it the freshman 15. So we're not taking on the COVID-19, which I definitely feel like I've gathered on uh, the pounds since the start of most a year ago. But I know, I have. Yeah, I know. It's kind of scary. <laughs> um, and it, it is, though, in a sense that, you know, uh, realization that that we need, and not just ourselves, but the campaign is also focusing specifically on those who are more vulnerable in our as well know. Uh, many with blindness have other disabilities or other conditions. Some of those have led to their blindness. The co comorbidity rate 
is very high in the statistically shown through the Centers for Disease Control has what's called the Vision Health Initiative, which is a great resource on just blindness and the impact, uh, particularly in communities of color as well. Uh, and, you know, when we look at the Hispanic, uh, Native, Indigenous nations in our country, the uh, African, Black, uh, you know, American experience in this country, primarily because of dietary nutrition and the foods you know, in this fast food world we have, uh, don't do a lot to help us lose weight and also create other complications like diabetes. And diabetes is now the leading cause of blindness in our places in the world. Uh, you know, roughly 33 million Americans have diabetes. One third of those have what's called diabetic retinopathy. Uh, it doesn't mean they're all totally blind. It's kind of like the RP scale, slow, start out slow at first and get worse and worse, uh, like what Leslie was referring to. But, you know, there's roughly 10 million Americans have, you know, the onset of diabetic retinopathy and a significant number of those have unfortunately become totally blind. And then there's those who have lost their sight for other reasons that for reasons of just not getting up and getting moving and, and being lethargic on the couch and maybe not having the right uh, you know, mobility training, maybe not having employment because we know employment is significantly higher. Uh, type 2 diabetes, is, uh, which is another major health concern, especially around the COVID you know, coronavirus uh, and COVID-19, folks with diabetes is, is significantly hit. So you know, no questions, hands down. This year has been a tough year for a lot of people weight gain, uh, a fear of going out. So the whole purpose of the gift and get moving is, okay, we're getting ready. We're feeling it. I'm talking day, every day. I hear of other people that are getting the vaccine, which is fantastic news. So it seems like for a while it was silence and you were getting nervous. People can get it. And finally people are getting uh, excited to hear every day, you know, that are getting their first shot or their second shot. And so we're looking past convention and later part of this year to really launch in a public awareness pain. One, to reach out to people that don't even know we exist. People who are blind or visually impaired, there's over 4.2 million people that are legally blind. It's so many more. So it's a major public awareness push on the importance of moving and doing all the things that Leslie and Terry were talking. But also, too, uh, it's, it's the particular <laughs> campaign on public awareness in general to the larger community, the brothers, the sisters, the sons, the daughters of their parents who are blind and visually impaired, um, and, and all those that play a part in the larger systemic areas that I don't know about you, Terry. I mean, you being in Washington, D.C., and I'm down here now. I live technically in Baltimore, you know, across the district when I go to our office all the time. Uh, you know, I came down from New York City where it was so easy just to get up and walk, you know, and just you could just wander the streets. And, you know, I've always been a city. Um, but just the ability to, to get out and get moving and get that physical, uh, burn those calories uh, and just the psychology and everything attached to getting moving. So, you know, in terms of the campaign, uh, it's going to be something that's going to be significant public awareness because we know uh, coming out of COVID, uh, there's a lot of issues we're having with public transit for um, streets not being mapped or navigated. Well, you know, what technologies can we use to help those that are newly blind or trying to reach into their lives? There's going to be a large focus on this on tech, uh, to take back our health, not just in navigating our streets and, and being more independent, and more mobile, to, to not be afraid to take that step out of the house, but also too just in monitoring our health. There's so much technology now. And we need to make sure that's accessible to monitor our health, to track our health, to motivate our health, you know, and how can we get this affordable technology in the hands of everybody that's blind and impaired? That's part of the campaign as well. Um, so it's a public awareness to teach people about you know, uh, what it takes for us to take back our health, to inspire us to take back our health, to tap into that inner spirit that, you know, just talking about in the sense that, uh, in a sense, lifts us up when we are physical, just mentally and psychologically and physically there and present. And, you know, our hope is that in particularly targeting certain communities around the country, when we look at urban settings and, you know, it's going to allow people as well. Another part of the campaign is to empower those uh, 
uh, from those communities uh, to take back their health and to, and to be able to help, in a sense, be leaders within them. Because uh, we also recognize that we need more uh, folks from these communities, particularly that are, that are hard hit with the other health conditions, in addition to their blindness, to have a platform where they can have a voice, not just within ACB, but in, in a very broad nutshell. It's a very large nut, but you know, it comes down to two things. One, uh, you know, public awareness to get us up and to have others cheer us on, sense of not in a patronizing sense, but in a sense of being there and understanding what it takes for us to take back our health. And two, giving a platform for that are going to be able to do that, since become champions and help amplify what is essentially, we can't have successful jobs if we're not physically there, if we're not emotionally there. Much of that starts with like what Leslie does with a new to this world of challenges and I think you make an excellent point there. And I think the other piece of that um, that I found, especially I noticed when I was doing uh, Leslie's armchair yoga, was the number of older blind people who were participating in, uh, who and probably still are participating in Leslie's classes, um, who are not necessarily uh, newly blinded. You know, some of us that have been blind all our lives and, you know, have just retired or what have you, um, that, you know, we fall into the same cracks in that we have a tendency to, you know, now we're retired, I can do whatever I want. That means if I want to pull the uh, down comforter up and roll over in the morning, you know, I'm retired, I can Mm -hmm. do it. But someday I'm going to be able to say that when I retire, but I know there are people who do it. Um, and I, I think that some of this is that, that, that's, that that's even yet another um, audience that or another demographic that we need to, uh, that, that needs this same type of, <clears throat> excuse me, that needs uh the same type of program, this getting just to get up and get moving a bit. Uh, you know, it's really easy to sit in the armchair and knit, watching TV or what have you, or listening to a book. And, you know, I know I recently purchased a piece of equipment that's kind of like a free step only. It's called a three step um, that unfortunately is still sitting in a crate in my living room for the last three weeks. Um, to take out and it says easy assembly required. <laughs> I haven't had the nerve to check how easy it is yet. Um, but I'm planning to do to put it together this weekend, for instance. Um, and my thought is I can watch TV or I can listen to a book, or there are still so many things that you can do while you're exercising. Am I on the right track? I'm just gonna yeah, open just this to up move. to all of you. You don't have um, to get up and go walking, you know, across town. Um, you know, it's, it's great if you can, if you can get paratransit to a mall or somewhere you're safe and comfortable to feel like you can get up, but get up and just, and just move. I mean, to, to, to physically do some sort of motion has huge benefit for our own longevity and our own psychology and mental. And Terry, it's Leslie, if I can inter- interject, when you get that, Certainly. when you get that, that piece of equipment together, you can come to happy hour cardio on, at three thirty on Fridays, because you're still, <laughs> he says, you don't have to go to a mall. You can just go to your mailbox. That's moving. You know, it doesn't take much in a day. <clears throat> you know, a lot of people say they've got to move for 30 minutes. 
which is great if you really want to see results, but just to move is wonderful. To walk to the mailbox or to walk in your house, you know, if that's what, all you can do that day, that's awesome, you know. And may I interject? Yeah. This is traveling, Terry. My favorite form of motion when I can't go for a nice brisk walk is to dance. Just put on your favorite music and just move those hips, move those arms, move those feet. Um, my service dog, Duke, loves it. He follows me around the couch <laughs> in the living room. <laughs> we, you know, you can just travel your home. Nobody can see yeah. you. Yeah. Just move. And, you know, living in Florida, last minute thunderstorms, but it's AC. For you guys that are negative three temperatures and snow, I think the snow's gone away for a little bit. Just get up and move, even if it's just to dance and wiggle and, you know, our bodies are not meant to be still. Our bodies are meant to move. And, um, and I was going to say that with my class on Fridays, you don't have to have, there's many people like you're saying, Ter well, Terry's, um, they don't have some people, these, some of these people don't have any equipment. So I just tell them to step touch, grapevine, you know, march. So I'm, and while I'm telling the other people that are on the machines, there's other people that don't have any piece of equipment, but they're still coming. And you know, that's the great thing. They're just moving. And, you know, that's all we're doing, moving. And there's great and technologies out there, you know, such as watches and accountability apps um, that, you know, are out there. That's a good point as well. Absolutely. What would be, um, what, I have no idea. Um, I'm trying to come up with questions that other people may ask, but don't worry, folks, because we're going to open the, uh, the hand raising up very shortly. Um, and then you can all ask a lot more questions. I want to ask one um, to, especially to uh, Terry and Leslie, but Tony, you may have some input on this as well. And Tyson, we really haven't forgotten about you. I'm giving you a chance to come up with some questions as well. Um, it seems to me that I know an awful lot of blind people who in more recent years, and I'm not, um, I don't know whether it's going to be an issue of aging for, uh, you know, an aging issue for people who have been blind for very long term, a lot of problems with balance. Mm -hmm. And I think that creates, I know in me that creates a fear that I'm going to fall. Um, do you, either one of you have any suggestions on things that would help someone with their balance? Well, well, Terry, it's Leslie. I do balance in all my classes, um, even being yoga. Yoga, you're doing poses and you're holding them. So even in the chair, you may not think you're getting as much balance, but you still are. Um, standing, you are. And I always say, hold on to your chair if you need to. Um, my Friday class, we do the half hour cardio and then we do um, balance and, and abs. And so we're balancing. As we age, like you say, yes, we lose our elasticity and our bones deteriorate. So it's wonderful to get balance because we are falling more. So anything you can do in the chair, I mean, all you have to do is do ankle circles, flex and point your toe back and forth. You know, that doesn't seem like much, but you're strengthening your ankles. So when you go out walking, 
if you happen to roll your ankle, it's not going to break because you're, you're building up those bones, you're building up those muscles in your ankles, uh, you know, so that, that really helps. And just to add what Leslie, oh, go ahead, Terry. No, go right ahead. I was just agreeing with her. (laughs) Great. Leslie's got everything. And one of the things that I learned when I lost my vision um, was we have a tool that is all around us. It's called the wall. And you just, when you, when, cause I lost my sight very instantly and, and both of my retinas detached. So within six hours, um, you know, I went from driving my car into work at the hospital to never driving again. And so I was, I felt like I was drunk all the time. Um, and walking was just an odd way. And it wasn't till I actually had a friend of mine that was an occupational therapist. And then another friend of mine that was a physical therapist, who's like, you need to learn how to exercise with the wall. And um, I know Leslie on one of our Florida calls for GOCB um, taught us how to use the wall and, you, you know, to gain our balance and our strength. And then the other magnificent tool we have that we all have for resistance is our own body weight. But like, oh, I got lots of that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm in the reducing phase too. I understand. I want to, I want to create centers where you can do adipose donation. Like they're always talking about blood donation. I want to have a donation of adipose tissue. Um, I think that would be great. Um, But anyways, um, seriously, um, there is, so many things we can do is just getting that motion. And like Leslie teaches us, if you can't even get up off the couch, your arms, move your arms, start Mm -hmm. with your fingers, start with your wrist, start with rotating your ankles. One of the best exercises that helped my balance was putting my (laughs) hands flat against the wall and just going up and down on my toes so that I strengthened my Achilles and my calves because of the change from sight to no vision, I needed to make sure I was stronger. Am I explaining that well, Leslie? Or yeah. you just, okay. Yeah. You yeah. And you just, even you know. holding onto a chair if you don't want to hold onto a wall. Yeah. And hold it's onto the back of a chair and, and raise up and down. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And having Leslie as a resource in our community and myself, and I know Brian and and Haley are doing these food prep calls. There's so many resources in our community that you can, you know, just ask. And I, I love our Facebook community. You just ask a question and you'll get answers and, you know, recommendations of how we're all trying to move. And Terry, you know, that's, that's true. We do, we do an awful lot with the, and there's an awful lot of great stuff on our Facebook community group. Right. And and in and in and in so many of these calls, so many of the community calls, I think it's brought out a lot of the expertise of people that we weren't really that was somewhere below under the surface. We weren't really aware that there was so much expertise within our own community, and um, and people do. I, I think it's a really good thing for people to reach out, and I hope that many people on this call tonight will reach out um to and you know give some of these um these classes and these calls a lesson in a try 
give these calls a try because I really do think that it's it's a great place to start. You know, when you were talking about dancing earlier, you're right. Nobody's going to see you dancing in your living room. Um, and it doesn't matter. You don't have to know the latest steps. I remember one night, it's going back a number of years now, a friend of mine and I threw on an old the old Meet the Beatles album. It was a CD, at least. It wasn't still the vinyl. Um, <laughs> or an eight-track? <laughs> no, it wasn't even an eight-track. It was a CD. <laughs> it was it was before we could ask Alexa to play it for us. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and the two of us were like two idiots just dancing. We were, I mean, we we just had a great time. The two of us dancing, we were doing like the Watrusi. You know, we were doing old dances and such, but we didn't care. Both of our husbands were blind and they were laughing, laughing their butts off at the two of us. But the two of us both, we felt wonderful afterward. We, you know, it really did. It did us a tremendous amount of good. It makes you and laugh and feel good, doesn't it, Terry? When you can just, you know, dance and have fun and just laugh at yourself. It's like, it's so much fun. You know, I know everybody knows that we go to Key West a lot. And there's a bar down there that we go to. And Dan and I, Dan's like, let's dance. And I'm like... I don't know, Dan, I'm not sure. What if we like, you know, won't know where each other is, you know, how are we going to know where we're at and if we're going to run into people? I was a little apprehensive about dancing with no vision, you know, now he says, okay, mm. cane out. So he gets his part of the cane. I get the end of his cane and we're dancing and dancing. And we've got all of a sudden the La Bamba comes on. Okay. Oh. And we're like, oh my goodness. Everybody starts going under our cane. It's like La Bamba. And I'm like, oh my God, this is hilarious. So you know, it's, <laughs> and like you said, nobody's ever going to see us again. So <laughs> not well, we might go back, but there'll be different people there. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, that is, I love is that fun. It is fun. It is. It can be a lot of fun. We used to have a, we used to be involved with an, an organization back up in Boston was an Irish American club. And, more than more than one occasion, somebody would grab Frank's cane and lead the line dance around with the cane with, with a cane with an Irish flag hanging off the top of it. <laughs> that kind of thing. And you do. You can. You know. Once you're comfortable with people and people are comfortable with you, you can do a lot of fun things. Mm -hmm. um, Tyson, I'm really not ignoring you. Um, do you have something you would like to add or ask before we open it up? I probably think one one of each um so the first thing i was thinking about is about letting people know about resources you talked about the seniors and and really you know that they're they tend to be more isolated and don't have the re available and i know that there's that program and i don't know too much about it i think i'm actually eligible for it now but the silver sneakers if you've heard <laughs> of that program no well. i haven't i i have i've heard of yeah. it mm -hmm. and i have as well it's through your insurance company and again unfortunately it's to get you to the gym um, but it is a wonderful social and a wonderful way of getting to meet people and get moving um, yeah so it's important to see if your insurance will pay for your and it includes normally uh, I know when my grandmother was in it um, her membership was free because she was a member of 
silver sneakers. I, yeah. so I, think, I, I think it's a, a, a subsidy of on that. A lot of them have it, Tyson. So like she said, check with, Terry said, check with your insurance. I yeah. know um, the gym up in our shopping center offers it. Mm-hmm. And you go to classes, you can get to go to classes. I know some of the ladies I would see coming out of there after I had my gym, they'd be like, oh, we're doing silver sneakers. And they would do classes and sitting in the chair, kind of like what I do with the easy chair yoga. But um, mm-hmm. you could walk on the treadmill or do whatever. But yeah, it's through your insurance. It's to get you into a gym and get you moving, you know, as you age. So. Right. And I, I just know that uh, I, I think I recently received something in the mail. So I just was curious about that. I guess the one probably comment I, or, or the question I would have, I'm kind of like you, uh, Terry, in that, you know, a year later and, and just cooking for myself, I feel like I'm just phoning it in. You know, I'm not really taking the time to prep anymore. It's just, um, and that, that leads to the whole, like, okay, well, if I'm not eating well, I don't have the energy desire to exercise, you know, I'm sitting on my butt a lot doing work that way, as opposed to get the closest thing I get to fitness is checking my watch to see, you know, did I, am I going to close my standing room kind of a thing? <laughs> so, um, I guess my question to all three of you, how do you, in these kind of a situation, and I'm probably asking the wrong three, how do you get motivated? <laughs> Well, Tyson, it's Leslie. I'm going to, I'm going to tackle this for you. So um, do you have a buddy? No. Are you have me as a buddy? I could call you every day and say, Tyson, how's it going? <laughs> We're going to work out at four o'clock. <laughs> um, I have a bunch of ladies that still come over to my house every day. And if they don't come, I call them. How are you doing today? Were you sick today? What's going on? I have heard every excuse in the book being a personal trainer. Uh, it's Christmas. I don't work out during Christmas. I'm like, really? You know, um, so what you probably need is a buddy. And if you have that buddy, a Zoom buddy now, and you get on with the Zoom at whatever time works for you, and you're going to do a class, or you're going to dance, or you're going to lift weights, or you're going to do yoga, you know, so you're accountable to that other person. I have no problem calling you if you want me to. <laughs> I, may, I may take you up on that. I'm going to add to that as well. And, and you know, discipline is something that, that is brought on. Uh, and, and usually painful. I'm sure you recall from military life, Tyson, but, uh, but it sometimes takes discipline to build habits. And another thing is too, is just how can you create some self-discipline to create what essentially is going to be a habit that becomes a routine, such as your daily walk or something like that, you know, that, and I'm actually, you know, uh, my life is, is guided by my calendar uh, that I have with work because it's constantly meetings and calls and everything else is to literally block off time and just and just make sure it's on my calendar, that the me time is on the other activities I have or appointments I have, is I'm also scheduling it in, in hopes that, you know, a routine, <clears throat> if I'm, <clears throat> you know, disciplined enough, I say that <laughs> a week into Lent and I've already failed, or two weeks into Lent, I've already failed, um, in terms of meat, I think. So, but, you know, I'm not the most disciplined person in, in a lot of ways, but, the hope is the more I do something routinely, even modestly, uh, that becomes a habit. And and habits uh, are, are really, I think, critical as well, really sort of helping keep you sustaining it, right? So it's not that New Year's resolution and then by the end of January. So, Tony, I could call you and Tyson and we can all get together and do a workout. <laughs> yeah, cause I, cause yeah, and I'll, I'll do a, a meeting advice. I'm not on speaking terms right now. And just to let you guys know, one of the things that I do is um, when I have certain people that I have meetings with when we're working on projects, 
guess what we're doing? We're walking. We're not sitting. We're not standing. I got a new recorder and we walk and talk. And I'm not saying I'm going outside into traffic or, you know, needing to use my cane. I'm walking around my living room. I'm walking. Um, maybe it's called pacing. I don't know. I just, you know, I just move or I'm just swaying my hips or, you know, just stand with your legs shoulder width apart and just you know, march in place while you're talking to somebody. Um, so Tony, when we meet next week, um, let's do a walking meeting. Carrie, just to give you a time check, we have eight minutes. Left. I just noticed it's 7.52. We need to, um, anyone who's listening in this evening, if you have any, um, if you'd like to ask a question, please raise your hand and we'll get to, them as, get to as many as we possibly can. I'm sorry, we've kind of gotten over ourselves here. Um, Connie Bateman, if you want to unmute. And Hi. Following Connie, and following Hi, Connie. Connie, it would be better, Casey. Can you hear me? Hi, Connie. How are you this evening? Hi. I'm fine. How are you? Doing quite <clears throat> well. Doing, doing, hopefully doing better with after this call. Good. Well, thank you so much for doing this call. It's so important. So I uh, lost my husband in 2019. And while I was grieving and grieving the loss of my husband, the COVID-19 crisis hit and we were required to shelter in place. So a friend of mine and I started meeting with a personal trainer again because we were not motivated to work out at home. That, that's what it boils down to. So we meet with him twice a week, but he meets with us for very each of us individually for very short periods of time. So I decided that I needed to do more than that. So I've dug out my audio described workouts. I dug it out of them out of storage and it's an easy, it's like a gentle workout set. So it, it, you know, it's, there's an upper body core routine. There's a lower body balance routine and then there's a stretch routine and there's a cardio routine. So I try to do one of those the days that I'm not meeting with the trainer. Um, my thing is I went from low vision to blindness. So walking is not enjoyable to me. Walking is stressful because, you know, you have to use precise cane technique. You have to use audio cues, tactile cues, pay, pay attention to where you're going and, and actually maintain somewhat of a straight, straight line of direction. And it's just too much. So what would you suggest for someone like me who just really, does not enjoy walking. What can I do at home to, um, I need more cardio. I need to get more cardio in. So Connie, it's Leslie. Hi, Leslie. Hi, welcome. Um, so I would say, you know, since you don't like walking, I would um, march in place. I would try and come come to my happy hour cardio on Fridays at 3.30. Okay. Just try it, see what you think. We do balance, we march, we um, step touch. Might be easy. You can do whatever you want. You can start and do five minutes and and duck out. I don't care as long as you try and you know come and try it. Um, the other thing, you know, more cardio. Uh, you can just you know dance around like Terry was saying. You know, if a bike is good, also if you don't have much balance, a recumbent bike, or mm -hmm. um, the new things that go under the desk where you can pedal. Oh just, yeah. You know. Build up to what you can do. Um, don't be frustrated with yourself. A personal trainer is great. I am a certified personal trainer also. So um, stick with him. Ask him what he suggests also. He might tell you, I don't know your elements, what's wrong with you. Um, so I can't go too deep into it, but 
if you get with Cindy, um, you can get my information, Cindy Hollis, and we can maybe chat offline and, you know, I can okay. give you more information. Okay. Thank you. And the other thing I want to add, just, just make sure you communicate with your primary care physician on what you can and cannot do when you're exercising. And you might qualify for some home OT therapy where they work on strengthening your balance and confidence in walking. Okay. Thank you. Excellent points. Thanks. Thanks for the call, Connie. Kathy? Thank you, Connie. Yes. Um, good evening, everyone. I'll make, try to make this brief. About three years ago, I was talking to my um, physical therapist where I was going for physical therapy. And I was mentioning that a couple of us wanted to do an exercise thing, but we were afraid to go to like, I had a membership to the Y and I said, you know, there's nobody there to show you the equipment or to work with you. And I said, would you be willing to, you know, to do something? He goes, absolutely. So there's two of us that go once a week for an hour and we do a routine of the bike. We do upper body, lower body, uh, vibration machine, uh, arm pulls, um, and we get it all done in an hour. I know it's only once a week. We'd love to do it more, but that's what I've been doing. And it's, uh, it's, it has been helping because I also have balance issues because of MS. I think the why can be a great source. I know that there's someone who's listening on mainstream tonight who she and another friend, and they're both partially sighted, go, to, um, go together to the Y two or three days a week. And Terry, for, that goes uh, back to the buddy system. You know, that goes back to the buddy system. You have a buddy. And so Kathy has her buddy and she says, hey, Kathy, where are you today? <laughs> so she's accountable. Um, my, I call everybody, my friends, if they're not around, I'm like, where are you? And then we also talk about them if they're not there, you know. <laughs> right. and, and if I may interject also, um, the caller that called in about, you know, walking is stressful. One thing that Leslie teaches too is, let me tell you, Aqua, getting in the pool and walking is amazing. It You're is. not going to fall over. <laughs> and the resistance uh, that you feel in the water, it's amazing what it does. And, you know, you may take Zumba aquatics. And I currently live in a 55 plus community. I bought this home for my grandmother and then she passed away and I moved in, lost my sight. And so I started going to Zumba aquatics. These 84-year-old, there's a lady who's 92 in Aqua Zumba that kicks my butt. She, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm telling you, the pool, and it's amazing. Well, I do try to go to the deeper end so they can have the shallow end. But um, yeah, but the deepest part is five, That's six, and I am five, six. But I'm just saying is, is let the pool Aqua. be your friend. Yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, aqua's great. Yeah, water is water is a water is a great. We we used to have. There's a woman used to come to convention. I hate to cut this off, but we are at time. I want to thank Leslie and Terry and Tony and Tyson and Katie, who's been uh, hosting for us this evening, and thank you all for joining us tonight. We'll be back next week with everything Irish. And that includes some good bicycling, golfing, uh, 
trying to come up with some good exercise things out of it. I also had some really bad recipes and a lot of good fun stories. And I want to welcome and, and look forward to seeing you all, uh, talking with you all next Friday night. Thank you so much, all of you, for this evening. Thanks, Terry. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thanks, Terry. Thank you. Thanks, Terry.